Many real estate agents across Australia confidently refer Property Insurance Plus to their clients as they recognise the price and benefit value of their policy combined with the client-focused service they deliver. They offer a comprehensive building and landlord insurance facility and have formed a powerhouse to present the very best in investment property insurance. Contact PIP today to find out more. Collective is a leading platform supporting collaboration, not competition, for an online community and events throughout the year with one purpose, to create happier property managers. The PM Collective creates connections for property managers looking to create momentum within their careers and personal life. Join me and my guests as we discuss challenges, struggles, mental health, mindset, and give advice to property managers and anyone in the industry. To find out more about our memberships, visit pmcollective.com.au. So today we have Christian from Asset Reports joining us um, on the age-old topic of tax depreciation. And I still love doing this topic because I it's not one that comes natural to me with new management. <laughs> Christian, welcome. Thanks for um, chatting again. Yeah, thanks, Ash. Thank you. Now, tax depreciation specifically, and are we seeing more landlords getting these reports done or... Is, is that increasing? Because I know last time we spoke, the amount, the number of landlords getting them done is significantly low. Yeah, that's right. So it's, it's probably increased a little bit, to be fair, um, because I think uh, during the current climate, you know, for the last couple of years, people are actually um, starting to look at how they can better their return on investment. Um, you know, from the pandemic, maybe uh, maybe when it first came in, you know, we didn't have enough um, we didn't have enough people sort of renting, etc. From a national standpoint, anyway. So, um, I think education is getting out there, but you know, I think probably where they're maybe obtaining the information from is maybe you know property managers and directors of real estate industries um, maybe taking a look at what we do as as uh, as quantity surveying and as a as a obviously um, provider of schedules and actually starting to educate their uh, their teams as well. So it hasn't had a massive increase, Ash. To be honest, it's it's still quite alarming for to know how many people are missing out on thousands of dollars each year because they're not sort of uh, running the process properly, but. It all comes through to doing things that we're doing like this, Ash, and, and getting out there and educating people and making sort of people aware that it's a, why people are investing is always different. But the reality is, is you know, to, to make that return on investment the best possible way, then we need to look at all options to, uh, to make sure that the property is working for you. So, Why do you think BDMs and property managers don't, and I talk about the majority, why yep. don't they push for this more? What, what do you think? I think people don't like talking about things they don't know much about is first of all. Also, we know the role of a, especially a PM. Man, they've got enough on their plate to try and learn about something new and, and uh, you know, put something out there where they're probably not comfortable fielding questions with as well. But I guess it's probably something where it takes time to educate people around it, uh, around tax depreciation. We know the property management side is always a lot of moving moving parts. You know, people sort of uh, go from business to business and what have you, and, and there are some directors of company who are very proactive in the property management space is, is probably, um, you know, a good thing. But there's also people who, with the directors of companies there as well, who focus on the sales side of things and look at the property management just as an ongoing sort of 
secondary business to, you know, making sales as well. But I think it's just all about knowledge and, and information. You know, we're talking about young people coming into the industry and then being handed a portfolio of, what, 80, 120 properties or something like that where we want to get people up to scratch. And I think it's probably something that they don't really look at as a benefit to the client, I think, because they don't really know about it. So. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a really good point because, I mean, I admit that I fall off the bandwagon with uh, with it as well and I go through, mm. like, like I will the next couple of months be right on top of it again. And yeah. we've talked about me how how we can make it super easy, you know, for me and for other property managers by blind copying you into a, a new management appraisal and getting you just, you knowing that that means that I need a pre, do we call it a pre-estimate? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, just an estimate. Yeah, yeah. just an estimate. Yeah. And and then that's a really great marketing tool. But I think you're right. It, it definitely comes down to us not being as confident in it to answer all the questions. So it yes. sort of feels like you're just mentioning it and then please don't ask me any more about it. I just I just need to tell you. <laughs> but the um the other thing as well is that I wonder, and this is just me thinking out loud, not not having a strong opinion, but just putting it out there. I feel yep. like talking to an owner about tax depreciation is me getting involved with their financial situation. And is it really my job to be teaching owners how to be savvy with their tax and their investment? <laughs> because it is a, it's a, it's yeah. a financial thing. And, and I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say to an owner, hey, when you did your tax return, did you claim this and that? Because it's sort of, that's not my job to find out whether you you claimed all your council rates and water rates and bits and pieces. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. it sort of goes into that category a little bit that mm-hmm. it's like, and I wonder if this is the attitude that other people have where, hey, that's your financial situation. If you want to claim the best you can in tax, then you do it. But <laughs> yeah. who am I to be giving you all these ideas? I don't know, just thinking out loud. Yeah, I, I guess so. And I, what I, I think also is is, is sometimes property managers and BDs underestimate their role within what they're doing. You know, if the average sort of property manager looks after sort of 85, 120 properties, they're looking after 40 to $60 million worth of property on a daily basis. And that's a lot of money. That's more money than probably what a banker looks after. And and I think people uh, also don't understand when landlords trust you with their property, they're trusting you with their retirement. They're trusting you with their kids' future. They're trusting you with, um, you know, the ability for them to grow their portfolio and manage their wealth. So you're not just managing the day-to-day maintenance of somebody's property. You're actually managing the outcome for them later on down the track, whether or not they can retire at 65 or they have to work until 75 or they can buy another property, you know. So I think property managers and BDs, don't really, you know, there are some that obviously do, but they don't understand exactly how important they are in that person's life and in, in that person's journey. So, yes, it's not an easy subject to talk about because it does take a little bit, but we're not, you know, us as an industry, we don't expect you or PMs or BDs to be all over the insurance policies and all over what we do as, as quantity surveyors, and that's why you reach out to other professionals, collaborate, is, is, a, is a great word I love to use. You know, we always saddle up with like-for-like people who, who have the same passions but also who can uh, who can help your clients out as well. So certainly not advising anyone to give any advice. And I, as I said, you know, it's conversations we, 
we always steer away from conversations we, we don't um, we don't have the right information with as well. And uh, as I said, you know, the PMs and BDs are just so busy just to add a little bit of extra work onto those guys over 80 properties or 120 properties is going gonna, is gonna to take some time. So that's why it's probably easier just to reach out and email. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got the value add from a property manager and BDM point of view, the, the value add. So, I mean, of course, the, the, the client who gets the report done on the property, like there's a benefit for them. But I guess um, in terms, of, if we look at it from a different point of view, BDM is going to, in my opinion, stand out more if they go to an appraisal or a new management with a potentially a pre-estimate done, which is we've talked about in the past. If you're a BDM and you're doing a new appraisal, you simply just email you guys, which is I think QS at assetreports.com.au. That's correct. Yeah, just sorry that just broke up there, Ash. But um, yeah, just email through to QS at assetreports.com.au. As always, you don't have to be nice to us or anything like that. You can just blind copy us in. As long as we've got an address, we can certainly send you what you need. So I think that's really great. And like when I say to you guys, I would say you guys to the other property managers, when I blind copy, I literally mean I blind copy and like into a new management appraisal and know that that comes back to me and it comes back really quickly. So thank you for that. From a property manager's point of view, you could be this is part of being proactive as a property manager. So I like to have touch points during the year with property man, um, as a property manager to the clients. So whether that might be on retick, on gutter cleaning, on, on, on whatever it is, but I would say that it would be good to touch base with owners just randomly. Um, do you have a a tax depreciation schedule on your property and now um, is you know a great time to be doing that email bulk out to your um, database would be I think between February and June February and May maybe even more yeah 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 definitely I'd say probably uh, end of Feb all the way through you know March is generally the key time is is get your box of receipts ready and and um, get your rates ready and get your interest and everything uh, you know I guess probably you know but, well, not very many people know that depreciation is probably the second big, biggest tax deduction for, for an investor. So, and also, you know, using the estimates and, and touching base with your clients for a positive reason. You know, the property management role is always, uh, and I don't mean to be rude and offend anybody at all, um, but it's always probably it's a negative sort of thing. You're always hearing from the tenant when the water, hot water system breaks down and you're always ringing the landlord asking asking her or him for, for more money, you know. It's never really an opportunity to make a fluffy phone call and say, hey, we've, we've found you some extra money or, you know, there's an opportunity here for you to, to increase that return on investment. So I'd be using the estimates to make that, <laughs> that fluffy phone call and make a positive phone call. Because we all want raving fans out there, and uh, you know, if, if someone called me and said, "Hey, I could save you an extra sort of two thousand, three thousand, four thousand dollars worth of deductions each year on your investment property," I know I'd be telling my next door neighbour at, at the barbecue down the street or something like that. So, making positive and constant contact with your landlords is always a good thing. I think, 
and, and being upfront with people as well, but also showing people that you're thinking about their investment. I'm not just here taking orders and dishing out, you know, invoices or receipts or what have you. I'm actually trying to manage your wealth for you and, and that's through talking to other professionals in the industry to see what we can do for you. So Yeah, and giving them back value for their their management. And I think it's all about creating longevity with landlords. One of my big things that I focus on is the number of owners that don't take into account and don't understand how much they should spend on renovations. So I'm not talking about the maintenance, (laughs) but the renovations. And I really saw a time, because we have an older demographic with, um, with our owners, I saw a a, situation, a lot of situations where landlords were not doing anything to their property and then yeah. it was getting to the tenant was vacating and then we had to say to the owner, listen, you really need to paint and do carpets and they literally yeah. did not have enough money. They said we cannot afford to actually do a renovation and I and we were yeah. uh, the market was where it was was that there was um, it was really hard to lease properties where if you weren't a beautiful renovated property, it was really hard. They were getting snapped up quick. So these owners yeah. were having to sell their property because they simply couldn't afford twenty thousand to um, yeah, spruce well. it up a bit. And I think that's really sad when you're forced to sell. And I think go- yeah. going into you know the tax appreciation and, and being sort of smart is if they if they had better tax deductions and they. Mm-hmm had a better return from their rental property, they'd possibly yeah. keep it longer instead of being not seeing, oh, why do I even bother having an investment if I'm not going to yeah. rip the benefits of it at tax time? A hundred percent. And any you know, any transaction, you should be looking for a long hold with, with a property. You know, that's how we make our money. Um, although it's all fun and games at the moment within the, within the real estate industry, you know, looking sort of 10 to 12 years, you should be able to sort of, um, you know, calculating your hold for and and making sure you're making some decent money as well. But also um, understanding what you can claim as as depreciation, but also what you can claim as maintenance and repairs. So if you're looking to just do some general maintenance and repairs at the property, then why don't we do that in March or April or something like that, so that out-of-pocket expense isn't for an extended period of time. So we can maybe claim that back on the on the first of July or something like that, whenever we want to do our tax as well. So timing of of making sure those repairs, maintenance, or, or um, renovations is always key as well. But uh, you know, in the current climate, with the way that trades are and with the way that materials are, things are going to be pretty expensive to do and. and they're definitely not going to be instantaneous. There's a lot of long lead times at the moment. So, Yeah, I like to try and get people to do what they can while the property's rented. Like I always say, while well, you've got rental income coming through, change tap, mm. wave and change window treatments, light fittings, modernise them all. You can do yep. it while you've got a tenant in the property, you've got income coming through. Hopefully you don't really notice a couple of little expenses along the way. And then yeah. when number one, that's going to keep the tenant happier and to see that the yes. owner is also being proactive and doing things. Proactive, yeah. But then it also means that when the property is vacant and if you need to get any work done, you're not having to have like a lot of downtime with managing all these bits and pieces. It should just then be just yeah. the paint or just the carpets and then you're done. Yeah, so. exactly. You know, budgeting is a main thing, but also... You know, I'm a bit of a Scrooge when it comes to that sort of stuff. And I say, oh, don't spend any money if you don't have to. If the tenant's happy and everything's okay, then don't spend any money because you only get a percentage of it back through depreciation or what have you. But keeping it, keeping the tenant happy, especially if you've got a great tenant, 
is the main thing as well. So, you know, you've got to really realise when you've got a great tenant, you need to, you want to keep that tenant because there's plenty of tenants who look great on paper and can go sort of south as soon as, the, as, soon as they get inside the property as well. So little bits of maintenance here and there shows that you're proactive as a landlord. There are tax benefits depending on what you're doing, but always looking after the tenant in there is is, uh, is always paramount, I think. so. Yeah, absolutely. And then my last thing I was just going to sort of, I'm trying to give sort of people different ideas of how they could promote sort of tax appreciation clients. But the other thing I'm just thinking is even if they were to do a webinar for investors with you, because I know that you are very, very helpful and are always willing to, <laughs> to support property managers in any way that you can. But if yeah. you if there was a webinar or even just a live video or even something like over Zoom where you do have a bit of a chat to the property manager about benefits for their landlord and answer yeah. a few of the common questions. And then yeah. as an agency, being able just to send that video link, put it on YouTube, put it on your LinkedIn, send it over to your client database. I mean, what yeah. a great marketing marketing thing to do as well for your clients yeah. to say, listen, we, we did an interview with Asset Reports with regards to tax depreciation and why you should have it on your property. If you've yeah. got any questions after watching the video, email the team. Like yeah. so easy to do and sometimes just need someone to give us those little reminders of, hey, you know, I know that we're recording this in February, um, but when people, whenever someone's listening to this podcast, just know that that if you haven't done one in say the last twelve months, I would definitely mm-hmm. be doing it, and and I'm probably due to do one as well, actually. So I'll probably book myself in, but but yeah, I'll practice what I preach. But, you know, <laughs> but, but just so it, it's so easy, you only I feel like as a property manager or as a BDM only, you only need to do this, you know, do a promotion, what I would call a promotion, once yeah. or maximum. You wouldn't do it twice a year, but once a year I think is plenty. But if everyone yeah. did that to their clients and you're going to, number one, look fantastic and you're also then yeah. going to to give a lot of value add to that property manager, um, to that investor. And if you ever get, I think a lot of landlords and the feedback I'm getting from landlords that are moving over to to my office or do just change in general is they do feel like they don't get that value and I think in an in an industry where fees can be quite competitive you these are free things that you can do to show value it's not it's not tricky it's not expensive is it but you just need to have that reminder Well, that's right. And I think probably, uh, you know, if, if there are any directors out there that are listening to the podcast, it's not an expense for your business. This is a value add for your business. Your client pays, obviously, for the schedule. The estimate allows the client to make an informed decision whether or not it's, it's beneficial to those guys. Um, the estimates that we do aren't um, computer generated like our competitors out there, so they're manually done. So we're actually always a little bit conservative on our numbers. We never overestimate because. If you do overestimate and, and your client makes a decision on that and it comes back less, then it's a bad look for yourself. But it is an easy process. You know, we we, we can supply white-labeled information that you might want to send out in your, you know, your annual or, or your monthly newsletters or something like that. I'm quite happy to come into the office, bring some cake and, and have a chat to the property managers or, once again, jump on Zoom, have a chat to anybody as well. As I said, we're not expecting property managers or BDs to be tax experts by any means when it comes to depreciation. And it's probably a little bit harsh, but 
you're looking after somebody's wealth. You need to understand what the best thing is for the client. And if you can save that client, claiming depreciation could increase that client's return on investment by $100 a week, $50 a week or something like that. How easy is it to ask them for $800 for a hot water system if you've just increased their return on investment by $100 a week? So it's not just a benefit for the client, it's also a benefit for the property manager and for for the company as well, that you are actually out there doing the right thing and thinking about other opportunities to be someone who's looking after an, an asset, you know, because it is, it's an asset. It's not just a property, it's an asset. It's generating an income for somebody. So do something and to do something a little bit different than other people out there. And you will be, if you're talking tax with your clients, I'd say I'd put you in the top 5% of of property managers and businesses who are actually out there engaged with their clients and making sure that they're getting their best return on investment. So, Yeah, absolutely. So whenever anyone is listening to this podcast, this is your reminder to <laughs> do reach out to Christian, do a webinar, do a, bake, a bulk mail out to your clients, get it in your BDM pack. And yeah, start value adding to your client and stop being a reactive property manager who just deals with problems and yeah, flip that around. And and I know I speak on your behalf, Christian, you are always approachable, always um, happy to provide and do whatever is needed to make that easier, whether it's like you said, a webinar, whether it's a Zoom, whether it's coming in and talking to the staff, whether it's brochures, really anything that you need. You are the man. Yeah, and thank you. You know, we've got short 40-second videos. We've got QR codes which which link people to virtual tours so people can understand. We've got marketing material in English, Hindi, Mandarin. So we've got everything covered. But also I think probably from, from our perspective just before we sort of cut ashes is call me anytime. I come from a property background of 17 years. If you call me on a Saturday or a Sunday, I'm not going to get upset. So shoot me an email, shoot me a text message. I have the worst OCD in the office probably, except for my QS team who are probably a little bit worse than us. Um, but but following up and making sure that uh, everybody out there in the industry is uh, is having a, having a good time in the property industry and doing the right thing by everything uh, by everybody should say and their investors. Um, call me anytime, text me anytime. I'm always happy to chat or uh, send you what you need. So. Tap Plumbing and Gas covers all Perth areas from Mandurah to Turox and has a team of plumbing, drainage and hot water experts. They have an amazing reputation for their excellent service and quality workmanship on time, every time, and it is easy to see why they are a favourite to many Perth property managers. Whether you just need some friendly advice or an obligation-free quote, look no further than On Tap Plumbing and Gas.